listening to Hosanna's Huddle. You are now listening to Hosanna's Huddle. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hosanna's Huddle. We are here tonight, ready to get this thing on and popping. <laughs> um, really? Before we start, <laughs> before it starts, I want y'all to check out our new website, hosannashuddle.com. Go ahead, yeah. throw that plug in real quick, you know. Yeah. And so let's start with the introductions. Who we got today? Oh, this your girl, Alex. Y'all almost made me say you back because y'all been telling me that all day. <laughs> That's your name, honey. That's your name. Hey, what's up? It's Tiana. Hey, guys. It's Lulu. Hey, it's Carissa. And hi, this is Antoine Hart, the boy with the glasses. And really, <laughs> special effects. <laughs> y'all, I can put some for y'all too. All right. So today we are talking about: Is it hard to forgive people? Oops, I pushed the wrong one, y'all. <laughs> There we go. Now you tell me, is that unforgivable? Unforgivable. So I ask this because we, I mean, I think we all know as uh, as Christians, as people in general, that it is, it is, it can be hard to forgive people. Um, mm-hmm. Prime example, I have a, a great example for me, and I talk about this on my on this podcast quite often, but I never go into details. And I think today I'm actually going to go into details about of it. About the job? Yes, it's about that job. <laughs> I that one job. It was. Today. That job is just something else. But yeah, I mean, we, in the, of course, in the Bible, it talks about forgiveness. But it's, like I said before, it's tough for, to forgive people when you've been done wrong, dirty, or just slime, you know? So, right. so you, let, me, let me hear your thoughts on it. Let me hear your thoughts. Let's, let's hear the guest, for example. What? You have a guest speaker today. Her name is Carissa. So let's hear that. Let's hear, let's hear what she got to say. Um, let's see. With me, as far as what I think about forgiveness, um, it, it takes a lot to forgive somebody, but I really, like Yvette was saying earlier, I really do, you do it for yourself. You forgive somebody for yourself. Um, but it does depend on the situation and how far things have gone. It's really what's in your heart. So you think it's like situa- situational or what? Like mm. high extreme, something mm. might have happened or whatnot? Yeah, but I can still forgive you. It's one of those I can forgive you, but I won't forget. Ah, okay. I hear that a lot too. Like you, you forgive someone, but you don't truly forget what happened and whatnot mm-hmm. is it hard to do both yeah well yeah a little bit okay uh let's get lulu oh you really want to start with me today yeah, huh? he acting like he the host of the show, i know y'all. right <laughs> <laughs> you got been, this you got this i've been i've been listening to other podcasts see how to do things so i'm trying to you know trying to improve <laughs> okay <laughs> i hear you brother antoine so forgiveness in my point of view when i was younger it was a different point of view though um, so I'm not even going to go back there because I was crazy back then. Well, let's hear it though. No, because I wouldn't. I was petty. Petty uh, make Betty. All right. Let's so go I'm not going to go there because forgiveness was not even in the vocabulary. I'm going to go there. But now as an adult, yes, I would say that I would forgive it. But it is situational and see if I mean, if it's something small, like a little white lie or something, I'm like, OK, if it's a reason, a good reason. I'll forgive you and just we'll keep going. But if it's something like cheating or your best friend doing you dirty or something like that, then no, I'll forgive, but forget. But I'm forgiving for myself, not for the person. Mm-hmm. Yvette? I mean, Alex, Alex, sorry, y'all. Oh, listen Alex. to this. <laughs> um, 
So I definitely forgive people because that's what Christ did for us. Um, but that took a lot of years in growth um, to learn that. Um, I think in my past, I did hold grudges a lot when I was younger. Um, but now as a Christian, I do definitely forgive, just like Carissa said, because of the fact that it's for my benefit. Um, but I very much distance myself from people. So I forgive people, but they may never know I forgave them as long as it's between me and Christ. Um, yeah. He knows that I have forgiven them and move forward. But I think in point in time when I think I about this before I had to go back and ask for forgiveness from certain friends um, that I feel like I played the biggest part in it and they didn't do anything to me so definitely when I grew through Christ I learned the difference of forgiveness because God showed me if you don't forgive I won't be able to take you where I want to mm -hmm. take you mm -hmm. um, so he definitely I had to connect with some people and you know apologize for my actions because growing up well, he's still working on me, y'all. <laughs> but my attitude was horrible. Um, and I can be really nasty to people if I feel like, like Lulu said, if you're really close to me and I feel like you did something wrong to me, mm -hmm. I will. I didn't care who you were. Like, I, I was nasty. My attitude was nasty. Yeah. Um, so I definitely had to go back and mend some friendships. Um, but it was in a way to say, I've just letting you know I'm sorry for the way I treated you um, and you didn't do nothing to me not to say we're not best friends again our relationship is not the same but because I know I went back and did it to make sure I can move forward and I'm in the right eyes of God um, so I did that um, some people did I start talking to them again one of them's here um, but Aww. other ones <laughs> I um, you know and we were able the day i forgave it was so funny because she sat there and had a whole conversation with me and we were just talking about old times but i think that it's a big thing i think my biggest hurdle with forgiveness was definitely my divorce um and me and him had plenty of conversations where you know he would apologize and i said listen i've been forgave you um i'm over it. i'm moving forward you move on with your life and he's just like no you you know you i deserve for you not to forgive me but i was you like felt like guilty yeah mm -hmm. most definitely mm -hmm. um but i definitely was like listen this is about my walk i'm just trying to grow if you need to know christ i'll always be there to pray but other than that i i, I just can't be your friend so i think sometimes that's where people get confused with forgiveness they think when someone forgives them that you have to be their friend again right. you have to be right there with them and that's just not my outlook on it you know if, if god definitely has a different perspective i would definitely love you know He's still teaching me that, but I definitely have learned how to distance myself from people that have hurt me. Tiana? Of course. Well, with me, I'm very forgiving. Uh, no matter the situation. I know you guys, is like with the situationships, you guys, it depends on forgiving. and forgive. I forgive. I forgive on the spot. Even when stuff happens, I forgive. I don't know. I always say it's a curse from my mother. It's a curse from God. But I'm a forgiver. But I don't forget. I noticed that you said that, Antoine. He's like, what about forgetting? Why is it so hard to forget? You really cannot forget. The way the brain works, it's going to be in your subconscious regardless of how you suppress it. It's going to be there. The main thing is the forgiving part was easy for me. But the forgetting, of course, we can't forget. But it also said when you forget, you're not supposed to use it against that person you shouldn't bring it back up and that was my struggle mm. i forgive 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 but then when something pops off i'm like ah oh, and you did this and you did but that did you really wow. forgive because if you're bringing it back up that part Unforgivable. that part and that's what i had to learn which i am learning now and i'm still learning in my walk god is tearing me a new hole reading these books <laughs> he is pointing things out and i'm like no god it was not me but it was me 
It was me. And I realized that I really was not forgiving. I wasn't forgiving. I thought I was forgiving, but I wasn't because like I said, when situations happen, I would throw it back in that individual's face. And that's not good. Cause a lot of times that can do a lot more damage than you think your mouth. And that's what was going on. Words. So words are very hurtful. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. I know now I'm learning. Like I said, I'm learning a lot with the direction that I'm going now. And, um, like I said, I thought I was easily forgiven, which I think I was. And then let me take it back to the situationships. You're right. Uh, certain people I can forgive, forgive, forgive. And I won't bring situations back up. But like other people I'll forgive. And then I'll be like, oh, you did this. Remember, so I'm entitled to feel this way. Or I'm entitled because you did this. And that really right. isn't a true forgiving. Mm-hmm. And I yes. had to learn that. Yes. I had to. If I didn't learn that. I would continue doing that, and that is very damaging to relationships, not just marriages, but friendships as well. And oh, absolutely. I'm trying to grow from that. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, see, mine is a little different when it came to that. Like, my friendships, I don't bring... I don't throw stuff up in people's face. Actually, right. my friendships, I'm actually more... I hold it to myself how I will feel, my anger. Um, but when I was married, that was something that God really showed me because my mouth is reckless. <laughs> um, I would definitely, you know, I'm learning through the books too. Um, I would definitely tear that little man down. <laughs> um, Unforgivable. Because. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it, it and it would be a time when it would be um when I was mad. You know, when you're mad, your mouth is out of control. I don't oh, care yeah. what anybody say. Mm-hmm, if you true. don't choose to walk away or do okay. anything, your mouth is out of control. Um and it would loosely come from a place of if you do it again to me, you yep. know, if you didn't repeat the same thing, then I will okay. just be I, I can forgive you and I won't bring it up. Right. But the minute that he did the same thing, then that's what created those old feelings. It was yep. like a trigger, like we talked yes, about addiction triggers. and different things. It was like a trigger for me. Uh, when he did old things like so I will make sure that you will feel like the littlest ant walking on the ground and I'm about to stump on you Mm -hmm. um, when I get really mad so Mm -hmm. that was something that I really learned now um, after my marriage that I did wrong Um, not saying that what he did was right but I think sometimes as women um, our mouths are out of control (laughs) and something I learned that he said was you know women don't understand that men don't communicate Mm. through arguing and you know sometimes that's our language we're gonna argue at you we're gonna tell you how we feel because we got to get you told in this moment so you can feel the same way you made me feel And I think that that's something that I'm learning now. Like, that's not men's way of communication. Sometimes you got to walk away until you're ready to have a legit grown-up conversation. Okay. And put your big girl drawers on oh, and girl. sit down and have this conversation. All right. So yeah. that's something he kind of showed me because I could argue with you. And I was going to tear you down and make you feel like the littlest thing in the world. Really, Tiana? We was just talking about turning your phones off. <laughs> Good job, Tiana. <laughs> But yeah, so <laughs> that's right. We can't forgive you in this situation. Um, Jesus forgave. <laughs> and you know, it's, that's so important that you said that because one thing that kind of helped me through my divorce when God was showing me myself and the things that I did wrong um, was I actually heard a sermon where a gentleman, he was preaching and he said that I had a really bad issue with forgiveness. And he said that he kind of went to someone that mentored him and he said, uh, she basically told him, you know, okay, I want you to think about it this way. When Jesus got on that cross, everything that happened to him, if he would have never forgave you, where Mm. would you be today? Mm. Mm. And when, 
she said that she said so by the blood it washes away everything that that person ever did to you mm. from the blood that he shed so who are you to hold on to something that jesus is trying to wash you clean of mm. and when he she said that and then you know he kind of told his testimony because you know he was dealing with things with his wife i was like my god like that just made me look at forgiveness in a whole different light because we hold on to so many things and you know, it's already forgiven through Christ Jesus. And most of the time, like you said, we damage ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not allowing ourselves to be cleansed by Jesus Christ because we're holding on to all these past things and these grudges in our hearts that we can't be cleansed by Jesus right. because of the fact that we're more worried about not forgiving mm -hmm. and not forgetting than really, you know, moving forward and what God's calling us into. So that was something that really opened my eyes up with forgiveness. And I like tell this day, that's something I hold on to, you know, like you can get on my, like me and the lady at work, we have a love hate relationship. She can get on my nerves the next minute. I'd be like, I'm sorry. I was just hungry. Now what she was saying, like, wow. I, I have learned to say sorry when I'm wrong. Cause I like, I will flip out on her too. Like, or be like, really? So, um, I'm just learning through this walk, like, you know, you're going to constantly be forgiving someone mm -hmm. from the littlest things to the biggest things. And I don't take criticism really well. So forgiveness is something that I can forgive you. But when I forget, like, remember, you said this about me. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you now because you said I said this and you don't want me to say this to you. All right. I'm not going to talk to you. So I think that's why I distance myself from people with forgiveness so but you know like i said the lord is walk, working with me because i hurt myself more because people can give you so much wisdom so much <laughs> knowledge from being opened up and willing to forgive and understand what people are saying to you okay well are you gonna say that yeah, yeah i have ahead. a question uh, yeah do you guys feel like if that person that you want that you forgive do you think in a different season like you guys had the issue problem you forgave for, and don't forget but then a year later passes and, and that person has changed or started um if that person wasn't in the walk um towards christ and then now that person is do you feel like you can have a relationship with that person again or i think it all depends on yeah. the hurt mm -hmm. I think that plays a big part because, you know, it's always good to see anybody grow in Christ mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you never know what Jesus Christ will do through you to make you react to, you know, get back in relationships with some people. But I think it really does deal with the hurt mm -hmm. that the person may came because you may have forgiven them, but it, the hurt could have been so bad to where that relationship is not meant to be repaired mm -hmm. to where you guys can be coexistent but mm -hmm. not as bestie besties. Mm -hmm. exactly. And I think that's something that we have to realize. Cause I think even in the Bible, it tells you, you know, you forget people. It don't mean that you got to stay around them. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we do as human beings. We feel like we got to forgive them and our relationships have to go right back to normal. And I think that's why so many people get hurt mm -hmm. and where there is repeat offenses because of the fact that we expect things to be back to normal. Mm -hmm. If it's like, one thing I can say is my best friend, Carissa, not Carissa, I'm sorry, Carissa. You not not saying you not, okay. but Sagara. <laughs> you must be in my mind. Sagara is one of my friends that my best friends that me and her have never had an argument. We never had a falling out. But what we have seen is in our walks with life, when we were going in different paths, we may have split up, but when we came back together, it was like we never missed a beat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So it's certain people in our life that you will see where your walks may, you know, distance the time. But when you come back together, it's not like you miss a beat at all. So I think that that's where we have to learn, you know, the seasons of people in our life. Mm -hmm. If they're meant to be there for a permanent time or if it's someone that you're just going to be passing by. And it may be a time that, hey, we grew. We learned something from each other. It was a lesson that we both had to leave and we had to move on. So that's just my outlook. I don't know about you other ladies. I need you to repeat that. Sorry, I talked for too long. Mm. Repeat that question. <laughs> oh, okay, so their walk. You're saying if their walk is yeah, like if you know <laughs> headed where you're headed, if you can just mend that relationship. I agree with Alex. Yes, Alex. Okay, I agree with her on it depends on the hurt. But like I said, I'm here. We go again with the forgiven because growing up as a little girl with my dad and my mom you know growing up as a little girl in a domestic violence household and you see your dad do you know beat your mama down every day you know as a little girl you're like oh well, i'm gonna show you dad i'm gonna show you and i would do things as a little girl saying even when i grow up like okay whatever i'm uh when my mom passed away i'm like oh, i ain't have nothing to do with that man he's just a sperm donor i'm not doing nothing with him whatever he did this he put her there he put her in a grave duh, duh, duh. but it's to the point where i'm like oh, no, I can't drag that on with my life. I need to move on because holding that hurt and holding that unforgiveness made me have a lot more issues in my relationship and other things. So I figured I have to move to that next step. I have to, even if I, he's far, which is good. I still have to try to make that initiative because at the end of the day, him and my mom is the reason, plus God, of course, why I'm here. So I have to give him that respect. So I do call him, see how he's doing stuff like that once a week or once a month or once a year. And <laughs> I just make sure he's doing fine and we're good. But with my sibling, I have a brother. Same, you know, he saw the same thing I saw. We're two different people. Now, forgiven is not a strong suit for him. But with me, when I forgave my dad, even though I saw what he did growing up, I forgave him, speak to him. I felt like a lot of weight lifted off my shoulders mm -hmm. and I feel good. My brother, on the other hand, he's affected really bad. Like when I'm saying like substance abuse, really horrible. He still can't forgive him. Till this day, my mom's passed away for 13, 14 years now. He still cannot get over the fact that it was my dad who did it, which he didn't. And my dad had nothing to do with her death, but... He's like, it's tearing him up because he's like bouncing. He doesn't know where he is with his mind. It's like he's going crazy. And, you know, I try to have sense and talk with him like, listen, you just got to let it go. You need to let it go. Forgive him. At the end of the day, it's not going to bring mommy back. Yes, he did what he did. You can tell he's sorry. Or just have a sit down with him, talk to him, let him know how you feel and move from there. But your, your life, you're going to keep suffering if you do not forgive this man and move on. So you can see the difference between me and my brother because I forgave and moved on. And he's still holding that grudge and not forgiven. You can see that difference and you can see the hurt and you can see the damage that it's doing to my brother. And I'm trying to get him to the level where I am or maybe even higher before me. I don't know. But you can tell when you don't forgive somebody, you will never forget point blank but if you don't forgive somebody it takes a toll on your health your mentality and it's not good so that's my opinion it I depends think, it, i think with I that mean, too like you said um and that was that hurt i'm sorry to cut you but you like alex said you know it depends on the hurt that was a hurt you know growing up seeing something like that every day you know your mom getting bloody and all that that's a hurt but as you get older and have other lessons in your life it's like okay i mean 
can't bring her back. Can't I have to just move forward with my life. And that was a part of me moving forward, having to forgive him because that was affecting every other thing around me other than that. I had to get that relationship with my father right. And that's that. Mm-hmm. I think one of the key things you said too that stood out is um is holding holding on to that is kind of like wasted energy yes. that the grudges like you you it's a, it Ooh, takes child. a toll on your body mm. like you feel it like you you hold mm. a grudge against someone you could definitely feel it and you, it it makes yeah. you angry mm. for no reason sometimes you know so it's like it's wasted energy even though mm-hmm. sometimes you can't help it but you gotta it's kind of gotta learn how to control that energy right. in a way and, and how long can you hold that unforgiveness i mean to right. the grave it's gonna end you there sooner or later because that's a hard unforgiving like it's i don't know that's just that's me guys yeah. yeah and um i didn't speak yet so um with me i'm kind of 50 50 i do hold grudges but I try not to. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I knew it. How you figured? Alex said it. Alex um, said it. She, she called it. She called it. <laughs> because I, I can tell by your personality, you're the type of person that when you are in friendship with someone, you really care about them. I do. So when they are, when they do something to hurt you or offend you, like, it's like, how could you betray me? Like when you give your all to someone, takes it and to the heart. Yeah, yeah, you take it to the heart. A lot of y'all, a lot of y'all probably don't realize, but I'm a, I'm a very sensitive person. Like yeah. I'm, I'm very, I'm very sensitive. So, like, it, it, when someone does me wrong, shout it, it out. Like, That's it, bold. Shout it out. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like it it, 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 it takes a toll on my heart. Um, so I guess I'm finally getting to what happened with this whole job thing yes, now. yes we've been waiting, waiting. <laughs> how many episodes we've done <laughs> <laughs> so i used to work at this um okay. meal prep company and long well i'm not gonna mention the name because i don't even mention his name i'll tell you anymore so um <laughs> the system might go off I'll just let <laughs> <laughs> so from the from the jump the job was seen kind of sketchy not i want to say yeah kind of kind of off and sketchy and so i've been lied to multiple times on the job I'm thinking this is I'm thinking this job is, you know, this is it's a big job. It's a big, you know, company. It's not. This guy is a he 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 fakes the phone, you know. Hmm. And there's and then when I did some research on him, I saw the the turnarounds he had on the like the the employees cuz mm-hmm. I, I I did thorough research whenever I applied somewhere. So I know it's like, okay, this guy's not here. This guy not here. And it basically it basically it was three people. It was him and the cooks, you know. Mm-hmm. And so from jump, the first day I was there, I got a bad vibe—a bad vibe from the cooks, as if the cooks didn't want to be there, like they hated it there, you know. And mm. so, and plus he lied to me the first day, anyways, you know. So, lied to me the first day. Week later, he said, "Oh, due to some changes, I gotta make some budget cuts and everything." And I'm like, "I just got here." So basically, I think that was a lie from jump. He was gonna cut my quote unquote pay from the beginning. He lied about the pay, mm-hmm. and then basically all these things brought down. I'm gonna get to the end of it. So what happened with this job? Basically, he's this job he 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 um preaches um not preaches but he he his the uh, the model for the job is you know fresh and i'm gonna say the name of the, the job so <laughs> i'll count myself basically healthy meals you know mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. organic healthy meals he get his all his stuff from great value walmart not 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 knocking it but he basically saying that all my stuff is organic it's not it's not organic food and everything so but anyways end of point one day i got fed up with him he kept on i kept on telling him okay i don't, I don't i'm getting frustrated right now as you guys can, can tell. <laughs> he wants to tell us like the whole thing <laughs> basically i'm gonna run, run down to the end of it basically he put his hands on me uh-uh. and so i, I i'm on we got into a big uh fight 
well, not fight ordeal. Well, it's it's close to a fight. And before it, it got out of hand, I just packed, got my stuff up and walked out. He followed me all back to my car and wishing me. I was praying to God the whole entire time because if I would have swung him inside that the kitchen area, there's weapons everywhere. There's there's pots, pants, knives, and everything. So who knows what, how how could how could have went? So I, I I prayed the whole way out, you know, and I just and I left, you know. So and that's that's the. It's a lot more to let up to of it, course. but it's just a, it's, it take a long time to explain everything. Yeah, so. brother Antoine. And now, you should have called me. I would have been in I'm all goon. black and black. <laughs> I'm a goon now. <laughs> Don't let me. We could drive the long one. <laughs> and, and, it, and I had access to all the social media and all the stuff, so I could have mm. went hell. I could have mm-hmm. deleted this stuff. But I did delete my pictures because the pictures is my, my my pictures that I took and everything. Other foods and that. So, and. I wanted to review bomb him. I wanted to go on all the reviews and just tarnish his business. But I thought about it. It was like, one, he could easily retaliate and tarnish my business. Mm-hmm. Two, I want to stoop down to that level. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was hard because I want to do it so bad, you know. And then, it, it's like I said, it's a lot to it than what I'm saying right now. Because it it's a mm. long story. But it's, it's How long did you work there? Not, three months. And it, 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 it ended up just being me and him working because... He the uh, the the other the cooks, cooks left. They quit, Ooh. you know. And so just me and him. And I was doing delivery, which I was was I wasn't supposed to be doing delivery. You know, I was signed up to do social media, and then he got me doing delivery. So he basically lied to me. He knew he was doing from jump. He was manipulative, mm. you know. Mm. And then mm. the cooks and they, they, before the cooks left, they told the other um me, watch out for this guy, you know. Mm. So he. So when it, they said that, brother Antoine, you should just pack your little stuff up. So let me go ahead and go with y'all. And the funny thing about that was because. <laughs> I should have listened to God, cause God told me something, cause I had another job um, at the, at the uh, potential another job at another place, mm-hmm. but I went with the just the the, um, mm-hmm. the meal job, mm-hmm. you know. So I should listen to God. I, mm-hmm. I ignored it, you know. Mm-hmm. But and I, and Tiger told me before I got out of hand, you need to go ahead and leave that job. But I didn't want to leave because I had Asa on the way, right? Financials, you know. Okay. So, but I should have left when during that time and said you need to leave before it gets wild and it got to that point. Did you forgive? I was just. It's, 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 <laughs> Did you forgive? I'm like 85 percent there. All right, you we know. getting there. Yeah, we getting there. Right. Lesson learned, though, Cause right? I wish, because at first I wish his business would, would tarnish. I was, I was wishing all harm on his business and everything, yeah. but Mm-mm-mm. you know, but. I gotta let go of that, and then mm. holding on to that did eat me up for a while. Yes, so. you see, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely hard in the workplace. Um, I've dealt with it. Um, my when I was working at McDonald's. Um, I was an assistant manager, and my store manager, he, it was his relation. Our relationship was just really crazy from the beginning anyways, because he, he was younger than me, um, which I, I don't care what your age is. I respect anybody that's in authority over me, but he was the type of person that he was, he was going to school to be a pastor. So, you know, but I was one. If they know I don't work on Sundays. If I do work, this is my time. This is, a, you know, I have church. I do this. So everybody knew my walk. So he will try to have conversations with me about God and Christ. He was going to school to be a pastor, but didn't know what tithing was. I'm not going to go there. Um, but there will be different things that I would like have conversations with him and kind of give him in, you know, and like him and different things like that. Um, but he, behind my back, he would bash my name in front of my supervisors and then them and would try to make me look bad and just say that I was hard to work with and everything. So, you know, I, it it just, he was just really bad. So he would try to yell at me in front of the crew and I'm just listening. 
one thing you ain't finna do is yell at me. You know, I got Christ all with me, but you ain't finna, you know, don't disrespect me. That's just when, you know, don't, if I show you respect, you show me the same kind of respect. And those are conversations we'll have over and over. It, it just became really toxic to where, you know, you would hate your job every day. Like you knew you didn't want to go in. And, um, I really just got on my knees and I prayed Mm -hmm. and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. Um, And it was an incident even where deposits came up missing and he was like, oh, well, you better get your stuff in order. Um, And I was like, "Mm -mm, it's cameras in here. First of all, you're not going to play me. Right. Um, Where's the camera at to the safe? So y'all can see who went in the safe after I left. And he was like, oh, um, they're, they're, they're still pulling it. They're still pulling it. Mind you not, I know the passwords to the the those cameras. I know how to go in there and look at the cameras. <sighs> um, he's just like, oh, no, no, um, it's this. So it came down to it where the lady that stole my deposit, they end up catching her. <laughs> but, you know, he tried to make it seem like, well, you just you did the wrong procedures. You did this. Da, da, da. I said, no, I did what we all do. And you guys do the same thing. But someone just happened to take my deposit because the woman didn't like me either. Um, so she stole my deposit or whatever, and he just kept making a bad thing out of it, trying to make me seem like I was a bad person. But I just kept praying, to be honest with you. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And when it came down to everything, um, he actually lost his job. Yikes. Because he did a lot of stuff that he wasn't supposed to do. Because when you work for a corporate store, you can't make your own rules. Franchise can make the rules, but not a corporate store. Right. He was taking our employees' meals away and just different things, trying to save money. Listen. <laughs> He was just doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. So when we all sat down, you know, and I said I, w- I was never going to talk bad about this man. I just told my part of the story. The one manager that he had as like a little pet peeve, she just spilled all the beans on the man. <sighs> and it was like, you know, no, it's not us. She threw him right under the bus. <sighs> so he ended up losing his job and they ended up putting me in charge over the store. And everything they said that, you know, can't go right with the store. I was able to get everything in order. So... My old, one of my old supervisors, he always be like, oh, well, Miguel finna come to the store. And for a long time, I did not want to see this man. I did not like this man. I didn't want nothing to do with how you going to sit there and try to act. Because, you know, I have a big problem with people that say they Christians and they act a certain way. Right. So I didn't want to deal with them. Yes, it is unforgivable. <laughs> um, so I didn't really want to deal with him, but then I got put in a position where I had to work with his wife. Oh. So I was like, Lord, just help us just to get through this. But I end up forgiving him. I mean, if I see him now, I probably it wouldn't be a long conversation. It'd be one of them situations. Hi, bye. Right. But I definitely Straight dealt with point. somebody. That will tell you one thing in your face and go behind your back mm. and say another thing. Because, um, you know, that when you work with people like that, that mess with your money. Because that's your raises. Mm-hmm. That's everything, you know. Okay. And I, I couldn't take that. The Lord knew. I used to hate it, hate it, hate it. But I got on them knees and I just prayed and prayed. And, I, you know, I didn't wish bad on nobody. I just said, you know, Lord, move me out of this situation. Okay. If this is the case, show me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, but he ended up getting moved out of this situation. So okay. praise the Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I wish bad on that huh. guy. I, I wish <laughs> It's good to be truthful, him. Antoine. <laughs> Brother Antoine, truthful. That's you know. what about family members. I even had scenarios too that popped in my head, but but. No, <laughs> so, <laughs> so my question is, I'm sorry, not to cut you okay. off, but 
that I have done that. Like people I really don't like, I will dream about beating them up. <gasps> so different. I, I'm very like I have actually and I'd be like, Lord forgive me. Like Lord, is that really that much anger? Like I had to pray because I had I like that. I was them type of people where I will have dreams and I will let one was a girl was even pregnant and I was beating her up in her dream. Dang. And I was like, Lord That's a lot of anger girl. Okay, what about family members now? Family members who probably did you wrong. You did me forgiving wrong. Forgiving or unforgivable. I took you back. Okay. Oh. I haven't really had any family members, but I'll let y'all speak on this one. You ain't got no family? Mm-hmm. You ain't never had no bad fam- issues mm-hmm. with family members? Not really. Me neither. <laughs> what? My family's super, super close. Yeah, we are. So close. I can say... <laughs> Me too. Oh, yeah. I guess, I guess Tiana got something to say I, about this. You already know. Don't worry about <laughs> it, honey. Wait, <laughs> I had to think about that. Don't I'm worry like, about it, sweetheart. Let me tell you about this story. <laughs> First of all, family. I love my cousins dearly, but boy, let me tell you, I don't know what it is. I just don't know. The jealousy is real, first of all. I'm the type of cousin who likes to uplift her cousins. Yes, I'm making it. Yes, I'm in college. What do you want to do? Is that what you want to do? Well, maybe you should make the first initiative to do this. But then you get that. Oh, she thinks she's perfect because this isn't that. Mm -hmm. Because I'm moving on with my life and I'm taking strides and directions and where I want to be. But you feel like you're stuck. Okay, what's wrong? You're not stuck. You can make the same initiative as me. We both got kids. We both married. What's the problem? Right. What's the difference? with my family, my cousins, Lord is good. Okay, <laughs> the Lord is so good. Let me tell you why He's so All good. Because, <laughs> because the amount of stuff that my cousins do, how they bash my name, how they bash my marriage. I mean, I could bash my marriage myself, but Ooh. how they bash my marriage. <laughs> you know, I don't need them to do that. How they try to just Yikes. throw everything out there to make it seem like i am just oh she thinks she perfect look what's happening Uh uh look what's happening ha 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 laughing and enjoying my downfalls if i have downfalls they're enjoying it instead of being there (laughs) (laughs) they're enjoying it instead of being there like i've been there for them they you know laugh about it oh look what she going through see she ain't perfect after all stuff like that but at the end of the day i'm different i know i'm not perfect i know people around me aren't perfect but i've tried to uplift you and you're spreading rumors in the family about me but guess what miss tiana does she forgives she forgives and i'll call them up like hey what you doing you know we should hang out da, da, da. oh yeah you know they feel so guilty mm-hmm. that they'll try to call me so hey how are you just checking on you and stuff like that not knowing what i know that you're doing through the family but because i know that it still doesn't it, yes it angers me because at the end of the day i try to uplift you so why are you trying to bring me down right. why are you trying to bring my family down why are you trying to bring my marriage like why i haven't done anything to you guys if anything i said you can do it too you can do it too what jealousy you about jealousy is very big and i don't just get it from my cousins i get it from other people too but like i said i forgive and i'm like okay well i'm just gonna it is what it is god have to work on them i don't know what their issue is and why they're deflecting their issues on me in my life but i'm gonna still forgive and i'm gonna carry on and still try to motivate you as my cousins and that eats them because they're like like i know she knows what we're doing i know she hears the rumors in the family but she's still being so nice like you like when i encounter with them and i'm face to face you can see that in their face like why are you still why being, being so, so nice? nice like Cause I'm gonna kill you with kindness. Mm-hmm. That's why, and God to said it. to do it. Um, so, yeah. 
I mean, me and I mean, my family, just like, Lou is a watered-down version of stuff. Yeah, like, like Lou is saying, me and my family is pretty close. Um, I'm probably closer to my dad's <laughs> side of the family than my mom's side of the family, um, for sure. But... If you get on my nerves, I just don't deal with you. I still love you, but mm-hmm. I just don't deal with you. To be honest, um, a lot of my cousins, I really just don't deal with them. Because um, mm-hmm. their lifestyle is just not my lifestyle mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, so that would be cousins. But as far as my sisters, um, we're raised really tight. Mm-hmm. So if we, me and my sister can argue in one second and then we'll have a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. Like we just didn't mm-hmm. have that argument. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's how our relationship <clears throat> is because we're just that we were raised to be tight um we never but i think when me even with my cousins when we um it reminds me of a time when we were younger when we would fight or say something like we want to fight each other my aunt was like Put y'all your hands up, cool. um <laughs> my aunt told us really quick she said you guys don't never fight against each other mm-hmm. you all if anything you better be defending each other out mm. there so that was always we don't we don't really play the those type of games, I guess you would say, in mm-hmm. our family. Um, and a lot of stuff I really learned when I got older. Maybe things that may happen in the family. Uh, my parents really didn't expose us to as we had. That's why I said my childhood was happy. Yeah. Um, so we we learned a lot of things when we were older. But even now, I still don't hold grudges of it. It just gives me more understanding, I guess, why mm-hmm. my parents raised us the way they did. Um, so, I, yeah, I just, I'm that cousin that won't talk i'll just sit there at the fan like i i just won't deal mm-hmm. with you but when i get around my dad's family we literally are laughing and you know just cutting up thinking about old times but we never my mom's side of the family my cousins everybody they're very bougie <laughs> <laughs> so, um they're a little different but when they speak they speak hey you want to have a conversation let's have a mm-hmm. conversation if not then i i don't deal with it. i mean i love everybody the same it's going to mm-hmm. be everyone i love all my family but yeah i really don't have that type of issues where we ever i will not speak to you for years oh i think um the only incident we may have had was when my grandma's 50th birthday and they came for one of my sisters that's just something you just don't do um the cousins did but and that that little chat got lit but <laughs> i think you mentioned that before didn't you i don't know but we got deleted off people's facebooks Ooh, and different chats. things like that but now they everybody's friends again so uh, <laughs> they forgave um, but <laughs> we i just i guess i just don't deal with people in that lane i guess when it comes to family your family at the end mm-hmm. of the day so mm-hmm. even if i'm mad at you and i see something i'm gonna always defend you right um because you're family that's, so i think that's just my but i've yes. met people where they hold grudges and they don't talk to family members for years mm-hmm. so so um what was you i'm asking uh you already probably i think i already answered it and i probably know yours um so what was lulu i want to ask you what was the hardest thing you had to forgive people to mm. forgive someone to do that did that, 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 oh, that did to you um i'm not even gonna go into like my marriage or anything so i'm gonna go something more deeper no um so now that i think about it i think it was really difficult for me to forgive um one of my sisters mm. and it wasn't like we fought or we had, you know, I'm not going to talk to you for years or whatever. It was decisions that she made when we were younger. And um, years passed. And not that we didn't talk. We talked here and there. But um, I had to learn to forgive her for things that she did when she was younger to when she was probably mm. about eight years ago when 
she learned to, you know, become a person, a better person, not a person, a better person. <laughs> and um, it took us even when she was uh, being a part of our lives again, for me to acknowledge her. Like, I would say hi to her, but still, mm. I was so angry. Mm. And for me to forgive her when I finally forgave her. No, when my nephew forgave her was when I forgave her. So what steps, you, well, well, I was going to say, what steps you took to forgive her? Was it because your nephew and everything? or? Yeah, because until he yeah. was, um, until he was um, not angry with her and um, wasn't hurt, that's when I was like, okay, I got it. I can forgive you now because he forgave you. Mm. But until he forgave her, I couldn't forgive her. Uh, mm. I could relate. Because okay. I raised, like me and my husband raised him. Mm. Right. So it's just like, you made these choices. I'm glad you made the choices because my, my nephew's a better person because you made the choices that you did. But at the same time, you hurt a lot of people making that choice. Mm. Right. So until he forgave her, I was able to forgive her. And now I'll tell you right now, I mean, she came to the church when she came for the summer. Me and her are super close now. We call each other every single day. We are super like amazing to each other. But it took that was my biggest thing to forgive her. Okay. She just sparked something that I suppressed. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. She had the opportunity to forgive her sister when she was here. Me, I held a grudge for my sister. Growing up, I didn't know my sister was sick mentally. So her mental status, bipolar schizophrenia, which I didn't know. I'm a little girl just trying to have fun. And um, her sickness was that severe. Well, she would try to, like every day was a different tactic of her trying mm -hmm. to kill me. Either throw me out the window from the sixth floor, running after oh, we me with a knife. Uh, no, like, <laughs> yes, like running after ago. me with a knife and stuff like that. And I've always, oh, I hate her. Why is she my sister? And I would always do that when I was younger. And the sickness got bad where she would, she lived here and then she disappeared and then um with my mom's death that's when we came back and even at my mom's death and we're supposed to be trying to get along and get the funeral going me and her will still go at it and that's years past decades past and we're still going at it arguing and cursing out while my mom's laying in the bed not fully dead yet and we're arguing over my mom and she's trying to slap me up and stuff and i'm fighting her and cursing her out my mom's laying right there and after my mom died, that was it. I was like, I don't want nothing to do with her. That's it. Like, you've been trying to kill me from I was little. I can't stand you. Da, da, da. Held that grudge. When I got that phone call from her ex-husband saying, they found your sister. I'm like, great. Where is she? Because I've been trying to, you know, I told her she could be in my wedding. That's the last time I spoke to her. But this is years later. I'm like, so where is she? He was like, at the morgue. And I'm like, what? What? So <laughs> that right there kind of killed me because I've held a grudge for my sister and she turned up dead and I didn't even get the opportunity to tell her sorry or anything. And that killed me because that death was after my mom's death. Mm. So that was one of the yeah. things in my life that kind of, like I said, there's so much happened in my marriage relationship, everything, but like it leads up to a lot. And I've been through so much mentally that right there. Like when somebody said, yeah, they found her in the morgue, you know, you got to claim her, you got to, um, come out to cali and see you know just claim whatever you need to claim but what do you want us to do and i'm here and my mom's not here so who's the next of kin have to make decisions me so i had to get her cremated i had to make it a memorial i had to inform the whole family because we've been looking for her for so long and for her to turn up dead and the family was like oh my gosh like you guys talk about oh my gosh i hated my sister i didn't have the opportunity to tell her i forgave her and that you're my sister we just need to move forward and i had to deal with that I had to deal with that, her death, and just being like, um, God, I'm sorry. I didn't even get to 
apologize. I didn't get to do anything. We didn't get to move forward as that big sister, little sister. So that killed me for years. It did. So that's my thing. I'm going to shed a tear over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dang. Yeah. yeah. So basically, you don't want to wait till the last minute no, to you know, forgive you someone. Never you know. never know. That's why I try to just always be on it. Like, listen, I got you. I forgive you. Like, just give me a, give me a little while to forget about these things. But I got you. I forgive you. So that, yeah, that, that hurt me a lot. That hurt me a lot. Yeah. So. I already talked about my big thing. Carissa? <laughs> um, my big thing for giving somebody was my last relationship. I was abused and I was in that relationship for a couple of years. And um and I see how if you don't forget forgive somebody, it goes on to your next relationship. Mm, so trying to deal it. with my fiance that I'm with now, he went through that like, oh my gosh, like she's here, she's there. I was everywhere because I was abused and I started becoming the abuser with my mouth and just different things. Girl, and yes. you know, you go through a process mm. of trying to figure out what what to do how we're how how can i get better because i've been so hurt and i'm trying to forgive this person but it a lot you know what i mean it, it bothers it bothers you it you have to forgive somebody because in order for you to move on and be happy mm -hmm. with the next person the only thing you can do is forgive them let it go and keep looking forward mm -hmm. um but how do you i know you were saying how your sister was you were trying to um, forgive her. Mm -hmm. Now I'm the sister that I have three sisters. So it was four of us, mm -hmm. and I'm the one that was out of control. Like the other ones, they were all the same. Me, I was more just out there. Mm -hmm. I was I was bad. I ran away from home. I was just I was that kid. Mm -hmm. um, how? Because I literally just happened this morning. I had a uh, a disagreement with my sister with our words. Mm -hmm. um, but how, because everybody seems like they look at me as far as the old me. Mm -hmm. How can I get them mm. to see, okay, now you're different. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I keep living my life and I'm such a better person than I, than I was a couple of years ago. But how can I get them to see who I am today? God. You know what I mean? Like, how can I get them to forgive me? Continue oh, doing I've, what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, I've prayed. So. God will reflect through you. They'll mm -hmm. see you know, it eventually. It, see, that's where sometimes we struggle with it because mm -hmm. a lot of it sounds like you haven't forgiven yourself. So, mm -hmm. And that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big thing. But you can never make somebody's mind change about mm -hmm. you. It's going to definitely be what, you know, letting your light shine through Christ. So what you're doing already with your progress, with mm -hmm. your walk. Is, it speaks values for itself. You can never change the way someone thinks about you, feel about you, or their opinion about you. Because all they can do is want to tear you down or build you up. But they see this Christian woman now and they're like, how do you, how are you this and you were that? It, it, like, oh my, they don't, they don't see that. They, they don't, don't understand, understand it. And see, that's the point. You know what that shows you though? Is because they haven't arrived in their walk where you're at. Mm -hmm. See, and they always think Chris is better. Chris, you're this and you're that. You're I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be that person. I'm just being honest. I'm being and me. It's and almost, it's just like what Tiana was kind of saying with the jealousy thing. Mm -hmm. See, when people, this is a powerful thing about forgiveness is that when you have found your balance with Christ and you're finding your forgiveness, it's like the enemy brings the people that are the closest next to mm -hmm. you to try to tear you down and remind mm -hmm. you of who you used to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So when they see that you are advancing because you actually have a hunger because you found yourself. See, people have to hit rock bottom sometimes and be broken Mm. to be able to really get to the point where God is you're you're nothing but want God because Mm -hmm. you have been totally broken. Mm -hmm. So they will never understand your brokenness. And see, that's what you're kind of looking for is for them to forget, understand your brokenness to where God has brought you now. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, people can never see. You can just continue being who you are in your light. Either it's going to do one thing, it's going to save their life or they're going to envy you. Mm-hmm. And all you can do is love them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. really the honest truth is love them. And sometimes you do have to distance yourself because of the fact that, People don't understand, you know, I can't go back to what I used to be Mm -hmm. and I can't keep apologizing to you for who I used to be. be. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's why I find myself doing a lot. Apologizing for everything. And it's it's starting to take a toll on me. Exactly. Yeah. That's, you know, you can't apologize for who you used to be. Mm -hmm. All you can do (laughs) is move forward. And if if you can't see that, I can't allow you to hinder my walk with Christ. Mm -hmm. So I can't Mm -hmm. allow you to take me back to where I used to be. But when it comes time, when God can put us back on, you know, those paths I was talking Mm -hmm. about, Mm -hmm. when we can come back on those same paths and walk together, when you have an understanding, then that's when we can move forward with our relationship. Like you you can call, you can check on them, Mm -hmm. but I will never allow you to take me back to who I used to be. So until we learn how to be civil to where we can mm. move forward in Christ and you understand that I am wonderfully, filthily bit, built through Christ Jesus, mm. we can't have a conversation. Mm. If it gets too deep and we get heated, we, that's just something we, we can't entertain. You know, I have mm-hmm. to distance myself from that because mm-hmm. when it mess up your peace, mm-hmm. it's a problem. Because now I'm allowing God's peace to be interrupted with something that the enemy is trying to trouble me with. Mm, mm, so mm, when mm. you interrupt the peace of God that He given me to adorn my brokenness, I gotta break away from you. Mm, mm. And I think that's very important to learn. And that's something that I learned through my divorce. And people wonder why I was so quiet, why I wouldn't talk to people, why I didn't want to sit there and mm-hmm. bash. Because I understood that I needed God's peace, and that was the only peace that was gonna heal me. Yes. I didn't want bitterness i didn't okay. want anger mm. i didn't want nothing i wanted to be able to walk out of this and say when a man walked through that door and say you are the woman that god sent to me i wanted to be able to say yes and receive it in open arms where i didn't take him through hell mm. because i have been broken by somebody mm. else mm. so i said god on the you know just give me a sense of peace your peace and only your peace mm-hmm. so that's how i knew i had to separate myself away from other people i didn't talk to my sisters about my divorce until afterwards they would tell me their opinions they would mm-hmm. say what they wanted to say but as far as really getting into it i really didn't talk to them not saying that there was something wrong with them but i knew that they were still battling with certain things in their walk and they're dealing with what they've been through mm-hmm. and i couldn't allow that to affect what god was trying to do in me mm-hmm. so i the only one i really opened up to was my mom mm-hmm. that was my safe haven you know i would go there i would shoot because she would just listen and I think that, you know, you got to find that place. You know, you you can't interrupt your peace that God has given you during your brokenness. Mm-hmm. You can love them to death. It doesn't take away from them being your sister or anybody. But if you're interrupting that peace that God has given to me and you're trying to destroy who God is building me to be. Hey, I love you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's the best words to say. To, I love you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you're ready, we can talk. Mm-hmm. If you feel like I'm better than you, that means you can see that there's something in your oh, life that's messed up that you need to get right. 
Oh, but hey, I, I love you. shouting him. Love put some music on. Let me dance. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the truth, and I think that's why we yes. break ourselves down during mm-hmm. forgiveness. But hey, if you if you got to sit there and be like, oh, she thinks she's better than me, all da da da, because I'm building myself up in Christ yes. and what He destined. Because I'm trying to mm. listen. You can sit in hell if you want to, but I'm not trying to get no. there. So until you, re- so if someone has to criticize that because you want to grow in Christ and you think you're better, no, I'm just telling you that. I've learned some things and because I love you I want to share with you because I don't want to see you fall into the same pits if they ain't been through what you've been through then they don't understand yeah all right they ain't never had that experience but you may see some signs that are saying baby you heading down the same road I'm trying to save your life before you go through what I went through the hurt that I felt that broke me down to my knees and I knew the only thing that can fix me was Christ but if you don't want to hear it I love you mm-hmm amen so some that it is hard. It definitely is hard. But that family is the hardest. Yes, life. it's oh, the hardest. But you have to learn how to say I love you and walk away. And it, it, it you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why so many people hold grudges. And like she said, that weight that is on mm-hmm. your shoulders, shoulders is because we feel like because God made them our family, <laughs> that we're supposed to be right there next to them and through everything. No, sometimes you have to distance yourself because guess what? You're trying to grow right now. Mm-hmm. And you, if you're not on the same path, you're, it's almost like we talked about, I think in the other episode, you grow apart. That's Mm -hmm. what the issue is. You're not the same Carissa that's probably willing to jump and do everything that you used to do and be the fun Carissa, because now it's like, no, I'm thinking consciously about what I do. How does this affect my walk with Christ? Mm -hmm. So now, because you're thinking about that, you know, it makes you like, you guys are growing apart because my walk is going one way and your walk is going the other way. Mm Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely can be that. And that's something we have to learn. I, I mean, we all learned it. We talked about that. I don't can't remember which really, I think it was the friendship one we talked about because we see our sisters as our best friends mm-hmm. and the ones mm-hmm. we love, you know, those are your best of you. Those are, you'll always have a bestie for life. So, you know, you try to do everything to make everything so perfect, but no, I definitely would just, if it interrupts your peace, I love you. Definitely. And don't get into the conversation no more because definitely if you see that it's tearing you down on who you are, mm-hmm. you know, you got to give yourself some distance and say, God, take me through this. Mm-hmm. Show me how to deal with this. How do I deal with this in a way that it doesn't offend them, but it lets them know that I love them. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Right. I think with with, right. with me, I deal with forgiveness in a, probably in the worst way. I just try, I just try to forget about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I put it back in my mind. It's mm-hmm. hopefully I forget about it. You suppressing. know, suppressing. It's, it's kind of like suppressing, you know, mm-hmm. which I, I know it's not right to do, but that's mm-hmm. the best way, at least as of right now, until I find a new way, which was, which is God. It's not a new way, but I need to trust God more and trust Jesus more to help me to deal with that suppressing. You know? And I think that's the dangerous thing about yeah. the suppressing is because if you talk to any counselor or anything, the best thing sometimes is to vocalize how you feel. Yep, because when you so, suppress, yeah. it's going to surface. Yeah, so because yeah. what's going to yeah. happen is everything is just going to go to a boiling point to where you break and everything and it it may not even be on the person that it may be yours so it's like the wrong person on the wrong end is gonna get it so even and when i tell people vocalize it a lot of people that i talk to that don't mean talk to someone or put your business out there sometimes it's vocalizing it to god God. in prayer Mm -hmm. and vocalizing it and you know keep saying it until you're able to get an understanding of what happens like i said i think last episode when 
I asked God why this happened to me. He gave me an episode of something that was a sign from the beginning, my red flag that I ignored. Mm -hmm. So when God begins to show you, you keep asking God the question, you know, help me get over this. He's going to give you the sign that was like, I gave you a red flag because right. it's always a warning before disaster, mm -hmm. no matter how much we like it. <laughs> but when he shows you, you got to be willing to accept it. Right. I think mm -hmm. that's the difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's definitely true. suppressing is not... Mm -hmm. I didn't see some people it's suppress surface and they will blow up on it somebody. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. yeah. It'll resurface. Like, yeah. And all of it probably will surface at one time. And mm -hmm. like she said, you'll do it to somebody who didn't even belong in those suppressing mm -hmm. You know things in the yeah. back of your head. Yeah, it's not good. But I don't. Even, I don't even think about the guy. But I just. I know I shouldn't. I shouldn't suppress. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, what, what what I would do every once in a blue moon, I would check the so, his social media. Not, not his social media, but the the company's social media to see if anything changed. And like in my mind, I was like ain't nothing changed. Things like crap. Yes, but now, but now I was like I shouldn't think like that. You know. So. I mean, it's good to know that men do what women do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause you know when you break up with somebody, you, you go back and check the social media, see what well, they do. Well, I, blo I blocked him. I blocked him, but I checked mm -hmm. the, the company's mm -hmm. social media. We know. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, it's good. Yeah, listen, you don't know. We investigators. We'll be blocked on each other's page, but I'll get somebody else's phone that okay. I know is your friend. Oh bring up gosh. the page, look through what I need to look through, and get the information <laughs> I need. FBI uh, agent. Yes. <laughs> We're investigators. Yeah. And I find out once I see one person's hat. Okay, let me. Go look at their page, see what this person about. Mm, okay, Yikes. like we good for it. <laughs> yes, but no, I think something that I learned is I learned that I really didn't care or I forgot about it when it didn't. Like you said, it didn't cross my mind. I didn't want to yeah. check nothing. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to see. Hey, I don't even know if that person's alive. Um, when I got to that point in my life, that's when I learned. Because I think a long time ago, um, Pastor had preached a message and he was kind of saying, if you say I forgive you, but I don't forget, it's really not forgiving. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um. I think that's like something I learned. Like, okay, if I'm still thinking about it, I mean, I forget you all the way. I right. think that's where it's twisted because you will never forget events. That's how your brain works. It's the thing that you, you just cannot pull it back forward and throw it at that person. I don't know, but I, feel I like never I forget forgot anything that happened in my stuff. childhood. Not it's suppressed, honey. I I, I, really I don't think it's like, suppressed though. That's I think how it's how just the I'm works. not. Um, not that I forgot, it's just not important. Yes, Does say that. that. Make sense? Uh, it's not yeah. important. It's not important but you enough never for me. But see, that's the thing that I to think bring it up. We like, have to understand through Christ, though, because you can forget, mm -hmm. because that's what the Spirit does—the renewing of the mind. Right. I mean, if I if I try to look for it in my mind, like I have to It'll go back in, in memories and memories and memories and be like, what happened this time? If I have to do that, that means I forgave you. That means I'm not, it's not right. See, I in think there the, right now. The thing that you I think guys we're are getting thinking twisted, about, like, the event, you're saying the event, yeah. but if you go back to think about it and it brings up the pain that you have well, not forgiven. Well, that's forgave. a difference. Yeah. That's a difference. I was thinking like you will never forget. And sometimes forget. even can't. when you see that person, like, to be honest with you, when I reached out to my friend that I was wrong, she said, I don't even know why we fell out. Mm -hmm. So you can definitely forget what happened mm -hmm. because when you're a person that just forgives and you move and forward, and you move forward. It, it's not something that I, I can't even remember the situation that happened. I mean, I remembered it because I was the one that was in the wrong, okay. but she knew it was difference. like, I don't even remember what happened. I don't know why we stopped being friends. What if you're the one that needs to forgive yourself? Like if you're the you're the one that was wrong, like how can how can you correct it? I don't mm -hmm. not correct it, but feel. I don't know how to explain it. Like I did something wrong. Not to say I did something wrong, but I'm just in the example. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I did something wrong and I feel like I need to forgive myself. Do I have to go to that person and have them forgive me first or do I, or can I forgive myself first? I think you have to forgive yourself first. Yeah, you go I think it's important to speak to God and forgive yourself first. Why? Because it, when you go to that person, you may get offended again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you don't understand your own forgiveness, then it's not it's just going to cause an argument. When you go to ask for forgiveness, it's not going to be as sincere. So I think with forgiveness, it's almost just like um, you got to look at your life with Christ. You know, automatically when you ask God to forgive you, he forgives you and he forgets. Mm -hmm. It's thrown in the sea of forgetfulness. Mm -hmm. But most of us battle with the fact that we haven't forgiven ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that's why we replay what we've done or why am I worthy of this? Because we haven't forgiven ourselves. Christ has moved forward. You're the one that hasn't moved forward. And I think it's the same way with your people and yourself, you got to look at in that aspect. You know, if you ain't been forgiving yourself, then it's always going to continue to be in your mind and it's going to be a burden on you. you Yeah. So I definitely think you need to forgive yourself. Yeah. I was just asking to ask. I haven't done anything wrong. Lulu did something wrong, y'all. Y'all better check. Mm. Lulu ran away with somebody. The quiet ones. (laughs) Quiet ones, all the craziest ones. (laughs) Willie would probably agree with you. (laughs) And gonna talk about himself too. What are you telling me? Let me ask this Italian. Whatever. (laughs) Do you think that age maturity can determine how do you um how to forgive? Like when you're young Mm. and you know you want to be petty and and not um forgive people or get back at that person or vice versa whatever it is and then now when you're in your 30s and same situation happens do you would you make the same choice i think it's a mind frame depends on the person yeah because there's 60 year olds 70 or 80 year olds who Mm -hmm. still can't forgive Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely don't think it has anything to do with age i think it definitely has to do with the person and your spirit at the end of the day, I think bottom line is if you're not renewed, forgiveness is always going to be hard for you. No problem. Regardless. Carissa, of, you have something to say? Regardless, <laughs> do it. Go ahead. I think it does have to do with age. Um, this is coming from my experience. I was, my whole life, I thought that one guy was my dad. At the age of 21, I found out that another guy was my dad. My mom didn't tell me. My sister, well, his daughter told me through Facebook. Hey. So, um, at that point I was young, 21 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm still loose. I'm doing Mm -hmm. me. So the way that I reacted on it toward my mom was something different than how I feel now at the age of 28 and how I would have reacted like, okay, I understand you are protecting me. I understand all these things now, but then no, 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 I didn't understand none of that. No, I didn't like you. I didn't want to talk to you. I didn't want nothing to do with you. And we went on from there and Mm -hmm. now I can, I can see us growing closer now but i it's definitely is an age thing for me mm-hmm. that's how i depends on i the think person. when you're younger when you're younger you're, you're more prone to i want my revenge, revenge. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i think you're prone to it but at the same at the same time it's like i think it's all about your mind frame too like if you know i knew some people my age when i was like younger and teenagers i knew some people that was that, that was okay yeah whatever it's no it's no biggie to me you know like how are you that mature already like i want revenge mm-hmm. how do you you okay with it you know so I guess it's, it it all it varies, you know. It definitely so. does. And I think it depends on the hurt. 
Uh, mm, yeah. Definitely the hurt. Definitely. Yeah. One to ten. If it's a ten, it's on. Yeah, mine was yeah. like a thirty. So <laughs> definitely a different. Yeah, because that, that situation, I think anybody will re- their first initial reaction will be mm-hmm. anger. Yeah. Yes. With that, so I think it definitely depends on the hurt, and I don't. I think it doesn't matter what age, because I think if you were twenty eight and you found out, you probably would have still felt the same way. I wouldn't, because I mean, I wasn't as close with Christ as I am today. So yeah. at twenty one, I wasn't even being close with Christ. I think at twenty eight, if you would have found, found that out, and dad. it was your initial reaction, I think you still would have had like some type anger. of anger. Yeah. Well, I was lashing out on her, so yeah. that that's what I meant. Like I being growth. mean okay. and negative, you know. So definitely like the growth within yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I would have been. Excuse me. <laughs> 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 that was. A- big pill to swallow yeah <laughs> yeah like i um i don't know because i think there's some people that be grown they be the pettiest ones i'm telling you <laughs> but it, it's petty definitely bed. a difficult one oh, I, I was such a petty buddy when i was younger mm, oh jesus yeah there's there's older people i mean <laughs> i mean still now we um my husband says i'm petty but still petty uh, yeah <laughs> I did at the current job I work out. Shout out to shout out to Maitland Press. Um <laughs> I even told the pastors that this um this as well. So um I had like made some errors on like the like the church bulletins and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then I get the um at the well she didn't email me, she emailed the church administrator saying, If you guys really care about the congregation, you guys will make sure the spelling is right. And I'm like, that serious? Like she was like really as a really nasty email about a misspelled name or whatnot. And I and even the pastor's like, Do we need to talk to her? <laughs> Cause, got, she, Cause she's a church problem child, you know. She's that church problem the child. Church problem child. So they're like, do we need to talk to her and let, let, let us know if it gets wild? And so yeah, like like you said, I think it depends on the mind frame, but also at the same time, any at any age, someone could be really yeah, nasty and petty or unforgiving and everything. So. so I think it definitely depends. Like you said, a key word you said was your walk with Christ. Walk with Christ so it yeah. definitely depends on where you're at in your mm-hmm. state, your, what season you're in in your exactly. life. If you have truly found, you know, your walk with Christ and your balance, it definitely matters. I think because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. When I was younger, was I petty? Mm. I yes. Was. I, was. <laughs> I think I was just always ready to fight. I was. You seem like yes. a fighter too. You ready to fight for no reason? No, I only defended people. I was wow. actually that person. Like, if, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Like, most people, if people didn't like someone, I'll be the one to befriend them mm. and be like, y'all, I'm gonna treat that person like that. Like, yes. that was. So you're, 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 you're the, the, the you're like Charlie the, Captain Save the bodyguard. Say it, girl. <laughs> I wanted to say it, but I had to remember that we was on. Yes, I wanted to say it. Like one of my best friends, that's how we became friends. Uh Like, because she had just moved here from New York, she didn't know nobody, and because a boy liked her, a group of girls called themselves acting like they was gonna jump. Same thing happened to me. So I was like, first of all, this girl just moved here, and I was friends with a guy, so Mm -hmm. I was like. She just moved here. How y'all trying to find? I was like, look, walk right. with us, sis. We got you. So that's actually how me and her actually became really close. Mm. And we're best friends till this day. That's who I'm going to visit in New Southern Jersey. Haters. Shout out to Drea. <laughs> Southern um, haters. <laughs> but yeah, that's how me and her actually got really close. Because I, I just, that's one thing I don't like. Don't pick on people for no reason. Right. That part. She could have told Yeah, they told me not to be Carissa friend, but that's how me and her became friends. Dang. Hey. <laughs> She's like, hey. What high school you went to? I went to Pirates. No, we, were, we, we worked met together. at Pirates. We worked together. Oh, yeah. We're, oh, okay. Got and you. And she used to always buy me food. So we were oh. real good Ooh, friends. <laughs> you know she loved food. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we met. I was but actually the one that's your best friend now, Jackie. Jack. Mm-hmm. She I was, was the one that was like, I don't know, you shouldn't talk to her and her and it was some other girls. I was like, no, and I actually got them to be friends and now we're still friends. Yep. 
I was petty. See, see the person that brings everyone together then. Mm, the glue? Yeah, like, she I just can't. And Tiana says she's the petty one. Petty. I fought. You seem like you're the petty one, I too. I was fighting. That's because mm-hmm. a little attitude. I fought. <laughs> like, it was no tomorrow. Then when I had to move down here, when they were like, you know, that trouble I got into in New York and I had to come down here and went to Pine Ridge for a half a year. Ooh, child, let me tell you. I was like, all right, that locker room, let me catch you in there. You going to catch these hands. Yikes. Yep. <laughs> that was that was the spot. Once you figure out Tiana, I was quiet you though. You just be like, whatever. You just be like, whatever. You know, yeah. People just be picking on me. I be quiet. I don't mess with nobody. I don't say nothing. It has nothing to do with nobody. You're not saying nothing. It's the looks that you give people. Look, yeah. and that's, see, that's and then that stereotype of New York girls. I came down. They was like, oh, we, when and they got to know me, they was like, oh, we she thought you were so mean. Comment. Oh, I get that. Comment. I always mm-hmm. get that. You look always. so mean. I'm like, I'm just, it's my resting face. Like, it's just, it's resting. It's resting. <laughs> it's just no. a resting face. It's not it's even the face of it's resting. It's when someone says something, she'll be like. And then, facial she expressions. Get, and, then, and then she'll give one she little slick comment. And then the people just be like, oh, see, I can't. Mm-mm. She got a little attitude problem. <laughs> and they don't know me. That's because I must. Hmm. Anyways, I was petty. I fought. I ain't gonna lie. I fought. I fought and I fought. Well, we know you was a wild child from last episode, so. I had to put some oil on her at the altar. I had to prove points sometimes. You know, people just be, you know what, whatever. Now you tell me, is that unforgivable? No. (laughs) (laughs) The Lord has delivered her. She's been delivered. He sure did. I love you. Yes, he did because he took me out them trenches. Yes, Lord. (laughs) I was there. Mm. Child fighting. Mm. Yikes. I go there. Yeah. Mm. When you were younger, what you was like, Angela? I was I mean, I'm a stem a nerd. I was a nerd. I was <laughs> I believe it. Like yeah, it. I mean <laughs> yeah. I was a I was I was the nerd. I used to like all the little wild things, like a lot of the anime things. I still like it now. So mm. I mean Jesus. You like yeah, I was a Pokemon, anime, Jack Ball Z. I used to like Pokemon because everybody else <laughs> liked it. I didn't care about it. I still got my cards. Naruto. I still got Naruto. all my fucking more cards. Naruto. Where everybody be like, you want to play? I be like, I'm going Naruto. home. Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking the funk. Yeah, I just fake the funk. I didn't know how to play. I didn't know. The, I didn't understand oh, how Pokemon? Was going on. Yeah, you know there's a whole oh, bunch I, of Asian. I, I never knew how to play. Players. I just collect the cards. You oh, collect they used the cards, to play. But they, I, they I was, know how to play. There was numbers on the cards and the stuff. How no, much it equals no. if you do that yeah. move. The hit points and all that yes. stuff. I didn't know how to do that. I just played the yes, cards. Yeah, you hit the really points, you do that move, and then listen now. Somebody taught me a boy. I was like, mm-hmm, okay, whatever floats your boat, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't play Pokemon. <laughs> I was super quiet. You still quiet now? No, I don't. No, I actually was totally opposite. I talked. All I, the time. I told you I don't believe her. No. I said I don't believe I one thing she's saying. And I was super like perky and crazy. I was quiet because I yeah. never like to talk. But it seems like my quietness always trigger girls who think that they can mess with me until they got the hands. I don't talk a lot until I get to know you. Once I'm I get shy to know first. you, I'm very That's observant. Yeah, I, I no. I'm very observant. I have to fill you out, and then once I get to yeah, know you, I will talk your ears. But I had the she same friend since I was like one, uh-uh, so it's just that. like so, we all grew up together. So I changed friends like I changed. Well, no. I had the same set of friends all through high school. Yeah. It was our group, Mm-mm. and I, then I know we. Went, I met Carissa, so that was new, and everybody was like, "Who's this new girl? She hanging out with?" <laughs> and she was just as crazy as wild as I was. So then me and her had our little period together. Yeah, I'm goofy. I, hands down, oh, like, goodness. once I'm your friend, I'm goofy. <laughs> like, I'm just here to have fun. Listen, mm-hmm. I don't need no alcohol. I don't need no weed. I'm, I, I was goofy. Yes. All, like, I was just... 
in the Walmart parking lot. Yeah, niggas who got in trouble dancing. <laughs> like we, mm. we just that was our. Mm. I was goofy. Mm. Yeah. I was totally different. Now I'm super quiet, but be, back then, no. I became quiet when I moved to Florida because I didn't know anybody. Where are you from? Yeah, New York, oh. Brooklyn. Oh yes, honey. Where? Mm-hmm. Bushwick. Mm. Flatbush. So I um. Like when I moved here and I didn't I have any friends, it's okay. That's when <laughs> I just became quiet, yes, and reserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my life was kind of good, like because when my parents decided to move, it was my first year of high school. So it was kind of sad and good wow, at the same time. You. So Start it was fresh. like I got to know everybody, but it was hard too because everybody I went to middle school got to go to high school together. So mm-hmm. it was like still kind of new, and I was like in new environment, but it definitely helped me too because then I was able to have some years. To where I got to know some yeah, people. No. Now I know too many people. But the first girl I met here who trained me on um, when I first started working, I didn't like her either. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. And she was from Boston. And mm, Boston. we did not get along for like the first three days. She didn't like me. I didn't like her. To this day, we're best friends. Mm, mm. And my other best friend, same thing. Met her. We didn't like each other mm. for the first week of work. And then now... Best friends. Best friends. Yeah. Sheesh. I... Mm. I don't use that word lightly. Uh-huh. No, I only have, I actually have four friends and they're still my friends to this day. I have family, but then I have four friends. I got family. Yeah, That's good. Well, <laughs> shoot, everybody that's been my best friend, they like family to us. They done live with us, done been with us, <laughs> child. Everybody, mom and daddy, like really. The ones that are like my close friends, we call them sisters. Because mm-hmm. they literally have lived with us, every single one of the only one that didn't live with me in my group was my friend Samantha, and she's the weird one. Mm-mm. <laughs> and she grew up in Haitian, her mama wouldn't let her go nowhere anyway. Yeah, we were yeah. the one that used to have, you know, she was a true Haitian. Like, you was not she going out with wrong. us like That's that. Like, weird. if you don't, we used to have to dress her. <laughs> so wrong. Right. And, and she'd tell the station, she'd tell you, she'd be like, I still remember the pants and stuff you gave me. I'd be like, really, Sam? <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah like it was our little group like Sagira lived with me my friend Andre lived with me like Carissa lived with me like everybody that was in like my little group lived with me so I'm trying to count how many friends I have in my head right now guys no I can't do it I could you can't because you have a lot no or, no because you don't have absolutely none oh okay except for the people here because I just <laughs> yeah, yeah and then I got friends along the way now like I, my cousins more are my friends That's you guys are my friends, friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh well Sienna's my I, I guess she's my friend <laughs> oh you get <laughs> dang the face you seen her face girl you <laughs> say it again disappointed <laughs> <laughs> if she can live with me she'll live mm, with me too mm, 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 mm. <laughs> well well, I enjoyed this conversation, guys. Yes. It was Very good. good Thank you, Carissa, for joining us this yes. evening. Yes. You know, we hope to see you more throughout the um podcast whenever you want to chime in as a guest and everything. So, and we want to make sure you guys visit hosannashuddle.com. Pretty Ooh. sure, pretty soon, you'll see our faces on there. You know, you're going to see yes. what we actually look like. Antoine's taking too long. Y'all, no, no, he's oh. not. Listen, Y'all. he's not because we still need the bio. Take your y'all, time. when y'all see my picture, I'm because working on my weight. Was... I started working out, so don't judge me. And Antoine added the extra he, 20 pounds. I told him to take me down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> just 
Slim. This girl want to look like Betty Boop, y'all. Not Betty yes. Boop. That's too much. That's not me, though. That's Tiana. That's Tiana. Not like Betty Boop. Just, <laughs> just a little bit off the love handles. That's all I ask. Oh my she gosh. want him to be Dr. Miami. On yes, honey. <laughs> be Dr. William in Miami real quick. So, yeah, again, HosannasHuddle.com. You could leave us a comment. Um... If you want to donate, you uh, have a donation don- donate button on that page too. If you want to donate um, to the huddle, so we could expand this, make it bigger, better, and greater. Also, um, leave us a comment, uh, like us on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And anyone else had any and last give words? Us some topics, guys. Give us some topics. Comment yeah. some topics that you would like to hear us talk about, and we'll get into it. Yeah. And share, share, share. Please rate, rate, and subscribe to Spotify, yes, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. So, if you just subscribe on Facebook, <laughs> Yikes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. Is that unforgivable? <laughs>